We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hurricane Hotline on the Joe is sponsored by Williamson Cadillac, your premier luxury dealership. Experience everything that Williamson Cadillac has to offer. Williamson is Miami. Now let's talk Canes on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, the Joe, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Welcome back to the Hurricane Hotline, everyone, as we continue. Brought to you by Williamson Cadillac. And joining us now from the University of Miami Center, Corey Gaynor is with us. And, Corey, it seems like it's been a long, hard-fought camp so far. Uh, first game, about a week and a half away. How does it feel to be so close to getting back into real competition, getting back to a game? It feels amazing. And uh, we, we've, been, we've been battling covid We've been battling each other in practice, and it, uh, it's um, it's it's going to be a great feeling to go battle a different person, different team. How would you describe training camp so far? Hot, hard, <laughs> fast, physical, um, so many different things. But it, it's uh, very detail oriented. It's been a great training camp, and I'm I'm super excited. Super, I'm super happy to, that we're getting ready to go play some football. Why has this team been able to block out all of the distractions? And certainly there have been plenty from COVID to whatever else. How have you guys remained united? Great leadership. Uh, starts from the top down. Coach Diaz being a great leader for our team, great spokesman. And we have great coaches, Coach Justice, Coach Lashley, Coach Baker on defense, great coaches. And then we got great leaders on the team that keep everybody in line. You mentioned the leadership, and that's so important, isn't uh, isn't it? Because we often talk about the best teams are the ones that are player-led. Do you feel like you're getting to that point at the University of Miami? We, we still got some some ways to go on that aspect, but but we're we're, we're ahead of where we were. We're every day we're taking a step closer to where we need to be. How important has it been for you to be a leader? That's my job. If if you uh, if if a center is not a leader, if a center is not a guy that can communicate well, there's no chance. So um, I've really looked myself in the mirror from last season and tried to change the the little things of like based off my leadership and I'm ready to just kick this thing off coming here soon. Corey Gaynor, University of Miami Center, is our guest on the Hurricane Hotline. Okay, you mentioned Coach Justice a couple of moments ago. It's your your third, I believe it's your third offensive line coach in four years. Uh, what has this transition been like for you? Smooth. Uh, coach Justice is a guy, he's a great leader, and he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the type of coach where he pushes you, but he's, he's such a good coach that you want to work harder for him. Um, I have the utmost respect for Coach Justice. He does a great job with all the guys in our room, and uh, he's a great teacher. I've, I've learned a lot, and I feel like I'm playing my best football in my life right now. How much of the uh, technique, how much of the philosophy is different for you this time around compared to the previous couple of years? 
just with, with all linemen, uh, it's it's monotonous. You you do the same steps, you do the same blocks. You just got to find beauty, and you got to find pride, and all of that, because it's it's not a very uh, sought after position. So, but it's it's different in the sense because there's a sense of pride uh, in this room. There's a sense of redemption, and uh, we just got guys working hard day in and day out, and just competing and battling their ass off. You have a new offensive coordinator, Red Lashley. You have a new style. Hurry up, spread. It seems like it's coming together pretty well. Uh, where do you think you are right now in terms of uh, not only you but the entire offense in terms of understanding the offense and executing the offense? Yeah, um, understanding. I think everybody has a great understanding of the offense. Uh, we preach simplicity and uh, knowing what to do and how to do it. And and we're, we're, we're doing it. We're, we're Like I said before, we're in practice. We're, that, that's what practice is for, right? To get all those mistakes out and stuff like that. But we're we're battling. We got guys watching extra film, doing extra stuff in the playbook. It, it, it's really exciting to see. I've always felt the unique thing and maybe the neat thing about this offense under Coach Lashley, especially when he was at Auburn, is it takes for an offensive lineman, it takes advantage of the rules, it makes it maybe a little bit easier to play, and you can make every play look like a pass play, even if it's a run play, correct? No doubt about that, that we're living in the day and age of the RPO. And that makes it a little more difficult, especially for a linebacker or just in general for a defense to decode what you're doing. Yes, definitely. That That's definitely a huge part of it. How much does it help you as a center? What are some of the things uh, where it helps you as a center getting downfield? Um, just when you're really pounding the ball and you're moving the ball and as fast as we want to be able to move the ball, it, it, it takes a toll on the defense. If we get lined up faster than them and we're, we're just going, playing and play out, just beating on them, like it, it takes a toll. Body blows take a toll. So when you see a defender or a linebacker with their hands on the hips and we're getting ready to snap the ball, you know you have the advantage before that play. So it, it, it's – it's great. It's a great feeling is what I would say, is just being on the offense, just being able to move the ball and stuff like that. Hurricane center Corey Gaynor is our guest on the Hurricane Hotline. You have a new quarterback, De'Ara King. What kind of difference will he make and why? Oof. He's, a, he's a baller. He um, He's going to make a huge difference. And um, he he's one of those guys that's super talented, but doesn't waste his talent. Doesn't waste his talent. He comes in every single day, and he just works super hard. He's a great leader. He's a guy that always checks on his offensive line. Always talks to his receivers. Uh, I'm I'm super excited to just snap him the ball and watch him go to work, man. You know, um, obviously an area that of concern, especially last year, was red zone and third downs. And because of his legs, because of his ability to run. I think that automatically makes you better in those critical situations. Yeah, the the play is never dead. So with him, but um, he adds a new dynamic. Teams got to make sure they spy him. Teams got to make sure that they're they're watching him. And because if they don't, he's gone. Flash of an eye, he's gone. We got the first down. We got the touchdown. So he's a game changer. What I tell people about him when he runs. He, he seems to know where the destination is. He's not a quarterback just looking for an exit route. He's looking for an exit route, but then a, he's also looking for a place to get to, and he gets there in a hurry. 
Yeah, there's, there's sometimes when he he breaks off in practice, and I'm trying to catch him and congratulate him on a big play, but I just I just can't. I'm running, but I just can't. Hurricane Senator Corey Gaynor, our guest on the Hurricane Hotline. What would you say about your running game? You have Cameron Harris, then you have uh, two freshmen that have lightning speed in uh, Don Cheney and Jalen Knighton. I, I can't say enough. We got three great backs, all hardworking, all tough, all physical, fast as lightning. Man, those those two new guys, uh, Cheney and Knighton, they, they can play some football. And obviously, Cam Harris shows day in and day out that he can play some football. So it, it, it's it's great to have those being able to block for those three guys because they run the ball hard and they're tough. You know, you mentioned the spread and some of the things, some of the uh, qualities that are going into this offense. How important do you think it is, and I imagine you have seen it in practice, uh, the quick score where you score fast rather than trying to uh, outslug people on a 12-play drive down the field? Yeah, uh, but even with this offense, there's going to be 12 play drives. But the thing is, when you spread people out, they can't they can't stack the box on you because we have so many options and and, and stuff like that. So uh, when you're looking at a weaker box, you just we, it's going to be uh, us five and then the running back and then Derek because you can't ever count him out. And then we have RPOs, and it, it's it's good. the The offense is going to be really good for the run game. I've gone almost. Uh... 10 minutes without asking you about your line mates. You got a couple of, couple of new additions to your left. You have Usman Traor. And then uh, to your right, you've added uh, uh, Jared Williams from Houston. W- what is your offensive line looking like? Uh, just some guys that <laughs> come to work every day and just put their heart outs on and go to work. Um, every day we're, we're grinding and we're, we're working to be the best five we could be. And uh, adding Jared is, is huge. Jared's a great football player. And then Ooze. Ooze is tough as nails. People don't really talk about Ooze as much as they need to. I trust all five, all four guys that I'm playing with because, you know, I got Scape on my right and then John Campbell uh, holding it down at left tackle. But it's 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 good. I, uh, I feel really confident with these guys. You also have some uh, guys, talented guys competing, guys that played a lot. A year ago, Zion Nelson, Ja'Kai Clark, two very uh, nice players, played the entire season last season. So they're in the mix. They bring some experience. And then uh, uh, kind of a guy backing you up a little bit. Uh, maybe fans don't recognize his name, but Cleveland Reed back on the squad. Looks like he's had a pretty good camp. What would you say about those three? Yeah, um, obviously uh, everyone's got to see Zion and Ja'Kai, and they're – they're just working hard and they're competing. They're burning the guys in front of them's butts. You got Jakai and Uz battling every single day, and what competition does it just makes you better. And then Cleveland Reed making uh, an unselfish decision to help the team snapping the football is is amazing. Uh, I've been teaching uh, Cleveland how to play center, and he's doing a, a really really good job of it. And um, Cleveland is a very talented football player and. We got our room is just a bunch of hardworking guys. Corey Gaynor, University of Miami Center, is our guest. You also have in the mix a freshman, Jalen Rivers, who I, I just look at him. I think strong. How would you describe him? They're exactly how you described him: strong, powerful, good with his hands. Jalen's a very talented football player. He's very physically gifted, and uh, he comes to work every day. Ne- ne- never has a bad attitude. Corey Gaynor is a redshirt junior. He is uh, the University of Miami starting center. 
uh, started all of last year. I feel like you've been here for a while. This experience uh, has to help you, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, when I first got here, I played a lot as a true freshman. Uh, a lot, even got, uh, I think, one or two starts in that year. And then I redshirted my, my, my true second year and then obviously started all the games last year. But it's just that experience that my second year when I when I redshirted something something clicked and it was just what what how I wanted this room and how I wanted to like present myself and all these things so I'm, I'm really excited to kick off this season I think we have a lot to show people when you kick it off uh, you'll be playing in your 28th game for the University of Miami your 14th in a row so th- that's good news uh, the team you're going to play I imagine you'll start that preparation uh, this week uh, in terms of really zeroing in on what they do, Alabama-Birmingham, they're going to kick off on uh, Thursday night. But uh, if you look ahead to them, uh, a peek at their scouting report would say they believe their defensive line is is their strength and one of the best in the country. So you're going to start off right away with a very uh, able and willing opponent. Yeah, and there's uh, no doubt about that also. Uh, UAB's extremely talented. Like, they're they're – on, on paper, teams always are like, oh, this and that. But, like, th- there's a reason that they've won so many games in the past three seasons. And then there's a reason they were number eight in total defense last year. They're they're a talented football team. They're hardworking. But uh, this game coming up is more about us than it is them. If we could continue to work hard and continue to prepare, uh, we'll, we'll go play some football. What do you think is going to be like when you run out into the smoke, through the smoke. You won't have a full stadium. You'll have 13,000 there. You'll have thousands and thousands and thousands around South Florida cheering for you. What do you think that's going to be like? And do you think there's a maybe a, a certain responsibility that you want to take onto the field uh, that night? Um, it's going to be exciting, that's for sure. It's been a, it's been a, a long time, um, not back in Hard Rock Stadium. And... Uh, Obviously, the fans make it electric, but it's just we, we've preached all off season about how it's us and how we have to bring our own energy to the game. So I'm sure guys are going to be juiced up, and we're going to be very grateful for the, the fans that do make it to the stadium because with all this stuff going on, it's a blessing that they're even able to come. So it's going to be awesome. We, we know what it's been like or partially know what it's been like to even get this far. And I think your team is to be congratulated and saluted so far because you guys have done a great job to put yourself in a position to be able to play football this year. Do you take a certain amount of pride in that? Yeah, we, of course we do. We, we just, we pride ourselves on just doing what's right, but uh, that, that's the standard. You just got to do what's right. And we've done that this whole off season. So I, I couldn't be happier. All right, Corey Gaynor, thank you for joining us on the Hurricane Hotline. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you next week against Alabama-Birmingham. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, that's uh, Corey Gaynor uh, joining us on the show. He did a wonderful job. And, uh, Don, before we talk about the offensive line, a couple of quick notes. Manny Diaz did say today after practice, he said, I know from our league we are committed to play unless it just becomes to the point where you can't. We're all aware of that, and that's why we've been telling our players this could be a year where a defensive player has to play offense and vice versa. You know, a wideout has to play defensive back. Someone has to play this position or that position. And uh, I think that's true. You could have 
uh, a wide receiver this week. He might be a safety next week. So uh, he might be. Uh, you might need a left tackle. Uh, might be a, a guy who's a tight end. Might become a left tackle. Uh, guys are just gonna have to be ready. It's a year where you can play everybody, keep everybody engaged. Uh, before we go to break, we heard Corey Gaynor. Uh, talk about some of the new guys on the offensive line. What do you think about Usman Traor, six foot three, Richard, sophomore from Georgia? A sleeper. He he really, uh, you know, this is a guy that was recruited two years ago by LSU. They got him out of junior college, Joe. And last year he um, he worked very very hard, and he he just didn't he he just didn't get it. And I I noticed him. Um, the first couple of days of spring, he looked great, but now I, you start seeing him. He's gotten so much stronger, and you gotta you gotta credit the strength and conditioning program at the University of Miami for that part of it. But he's a natural. He's a bender. He, he does a good job um, with his hands, and I think that's that's where he's got the biggest advantage. But he's he's ready to play. He is gonna be able to provide Miami some some help in, in the fact that he he doesn't get run over. I mean, when he locks down and he locks his he locks his elbows out on you, he's hard to move. And I think he was he was a steal. And, and because you ask any hurricane fan, they never heard of him. And and that's a, that's in all honesty. But he you know he came in and uh, and he, and he's doing a nice nice job. And he's really brought competition to that position. Jared Williams, six foot six, three hundred eight pound, redshirt senior, playing right tackle right now, gives Miami a lot of experience. Uh, he's got. Uh, great range, I think, uh, because of his build. What, what have you seen in him? He's legit. We're, we are so lucky to have him. And, you know, you put him almost in the category of Derek King. You know, a, a position in need was quarterback for Miami, and they got him. A position in need for Miami also was at the tackle position. And this guy is excellent. He's earned his starting spot immediately. Uh, he's conditioned. He's he's he might push six seven. I think they got him listed six six. He, he looks six seven. He's got excellent hands. He, you can tell that he's played a bunch of football, and he understands you know the running game, and he also understands that how how to pass protect. He was in an offense that was very similar to this, so the conditioning part of it, he doesn't have to to overcome that. And you you'll see that Miami's offensive line got better the day that he put a helmet on and went out on the field. Uh, John Campbell is over there left tackle along with uh, Zion Nelson. So it's two guys that have played the position. Uh, maybe Campbell right now has the edge, uh, but at the very least, it's two players that uh, got, a, got a good amount of snaps here the last couple of years. Uh, last year, Zion Nelson starting at that position most of the way. Yeah, he, I mean, Zion started every game as, as a true freshman, and he – is totally different body type. I mean, he's probably 310, 315 pounds now, and they've got him working at guard as well, and he looks like he's adapting to that. So he's a he's a two-position guy. Heck, I wouldn't be surprised one day that guy could play center. I mean, he's that athletic, and and you see the maturity in him as well. Huge improvement. He's he's not. They're not thinking so much. They're not thinking about what the defense is going to do. What kind of what kind of move the defense alignment is going to put on them. They're not thinking about the snap count. That's all become more comfortable in Campbell, um, struggled last year at uh, the tackle spot. He started a game at guard, and he looks a lot more comfortable. And he's and really a lot of that is confidence. You know, the, the, you saw everything that you could see, you know, last year if you're Zion Nelson and then some. And you saw really 
a year's worth of football when he had to start against the University of Florida and the type of talent that they were putting in against him. But both of those guys are maturing. And, you know, you and I talk have talked about it over the years. When your offensive line comes into a season with 100 starts before the season happens, you know you've got that t- a, a very good chance to have a, a great offensive line. And, you know, we're starting to work up to those numbers. You know, you've got uh, the right tackle who you just mentioned. That guy's probably got 20 snaps under his belt. Gainer's got, uh, what would he have? He'd probably have 15 snaps under his belt. And, you know, Zion's got 12. And you're getting some numbers that are giving you the, the, the experience advantage, and that's going to pay off. And let's not forget their offensive line coaches come in and, and coach – Coach Justice has done a phenomenal job getting these guys adapted to this offense and getting them uh, to understand how to play this type of football, and they're buying in. Uh, Robert Burns, sidebar note, Miami's uh, practiced with basically three running backs throughout training camp. Robert Burns uh, has returned to practice, so that will give them four. He'll gradually break in. Maybe that gives them another short yardage back. Will Mowry has 25 career catches. Hurricanes have him teamed up, of course, with Brevin Jordan, added two other tight ends to the mix. We'll talk about that position when we come back. A reminder, Miami and UAB, September 10th, uh, Thursday night, a week from Thursday, Hard Rock Stadium, 8 o'clock kickoff. You'll hear the game here on WQAM. We'll talk about the tight ends and their impact when we come back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.